Welcome back to Metamodernism for our first remote episode coming to you live poolside on Marco Island, Florida. Join me on this sonic journey through space and time as we look back on all of the great new music released in 2020. Kicking off part two, we have Chimerical by VHS Logo. Chimerical by VHS Logos. I'll admit I was cheating a little with this track. While it was originally released in 2013, this year VHS Logos released a remastered compilation of some of their best hits, and among them was this track. After all, it wouldn't be an episode of Metamodernism without a bit of Vaporwave. In this episode, I'll be looking back on 2020's best music, picking up where last episode left off, in late spring of 2020. If you missed part one, feel free to go back and start from there, or not. I'm not really ranking these tracks, but I am presenting them in a roughly chronological order so you can get a sense of where music was heading this year. As with the last episode, there are a wide variety of artists and genres featured on today's show, so I'm not offended if you skip around, because the next track just may contain your new favorite artist. But before we get going, I wanted to thank you for your support of independent music venues across the nation through the Save Our Stages movement. Due to the overwhelming support from people like yourselves, the National Independent Venue Association was successfully able to petition to Congress for financial support. If and when this COVID-19 relief package makes it through, independent venues will live to see another concert when it is safe to do so. In the meantime, please continue to support these artists by buying their music if you like what you hear. I'll be linking to all of the tracks in today's show notes. And now, on with the rest of the show. Sweden's The Radio Department have been making lo-fi shoegaze gems for nearly two decades now, so you might be surprised to find out that they've only released four studio albums in that time. To explain the gaps in their album discography, one need only to look at their prolific output of singles and b-sides, all of which have now been released on their Bandcamp. I've been lucky to see them a handful of times at venues across the Bay Area, like The Independent and The Fillmore, and was very much looking forward to seeing them again play the Great American Music Hall before the COVID-19 pandemic hit. They've released a handful of singles this year, but this one from March tops the list for me. It's called You Fear the Wrong Thing, Baby. (laughs) 
beginning of this year, Apple released a visually stunning ad for their noise-canceling AirPods Pro. In it, I heard a song with a voice that sounded awfully familiar, but it was in a tune that I couldn't place because I had never heard it before. As it turns out, there was good reason for that, as the ad was the exclusive debut of a new song and a new collaboration between Toro y Moi and Flume. It was an unexpected but totally fitting collaboration that resulted in one of the year's standout tracks. The original track comes in at just over two minutes, so I'll be playing the extended version for you all. It's called The Difference.
featuring Toro Imwa with the extended version of The Difference. Summer came early in 2020 with Seahawks' release of Island Visions in April. It was their first release for legendary library music label KPM. This record, along with the rest of Seahawks' stellar discography, was on heavy rotation for me this year. For those unfamiliar with Seahawks, I can't think of a better way to introduce them than to read from the band's own website, which begins with a quote from Anarchasis in the 6th century BC. It reads, There are three sorts of people, those who are alive, those who are dead, and those who are at sea. Seahawks have been on the wave since 2009, sailing on solar winds, cooking up their catches and beachcombing for discarded, unwanted, and buried treasures. Sometimes, too covered in thick tar for most to notice, psychedelic yacht rock, Deck shoegaze, hazy beach pop vibrations, and marina drone are all ports of call. Island Visions is the perfect distillation of the sounds, sights, textures, and moods that John Ty and Pete Fowler have been exploring over the last decade. The album contains audio micro-worlds to explore and inhabit, a way to transport the listener away from the everyday without the bother of getting on an airplane. There are two distinct sides— The sunrise of side A brings deep meditation, a journey within to renew the jaded self. Side B refreshes with cocktails by the pool and a chance to groove away the evening at some sunset beach party before dancing under the stars in the house of dreams. 
The normal rules of space and time don't apply here. This is one of the brightest tracks off of Island Visions, a song called Sunshine Ripples. Sunshine Ripples by Seahawks. In what is likely the best thing to come out of Kansas City, Missouri in recent memory, Dunes Day dropped their debut album this May called Newsflash. Not much info about this band could be found online, so it's best to let the music speak for itself. This is a track from that debut album called Vertigo.
Vertigo by Dunes Day off of their debut album, Newsflash. When talking about Vinyl Williams, most music publications don't hesitate to point out that the artist is the grandson of legendary film score composer John Williams. But personally, I think he's stepped out of the shadow of his grandfather long ago and has made quite the name for himself. Between his spaced-out psychedelic jams and the otherworldly music videos that he creates, Vinyl Williams is a shape-shifting artist who doesn't neatly fit into one particular category. His fifth album, Azure, dropped this June, and this is a track from that album called Heaven.
was Heaven by Vinyl Williams off of the album Azure. Before we get to our next band, first, a bit of context. In the early 2000s, a compilation series hit the scene called Another Late Night, which consisted of some of the most interesting artists of our era handpicking their favorite tracks for a late night playlist, often ending with a bedtime story read aloud. In 2003, they adopted the name Late Night Tales, and release after release, they consistently remained one of, if not the best, compilation series of the 2000s. GQ magazine famously called them the Rolls Royce of compilations. I could go on listing off the amazing artists that have put together compilations for the series, but for the purposes of the introduction of this next band, we'll skip ahead to 2013, when Nighttime Stories, the label that puts together Late Night Tales, began to release their first non-compilation material. Among the first bands signed was Krungbin, whose name comes from the Thai word for airplane. They call Houston, Texas their home, but you might not know it based on their ability to blend genres from around the world to form what is quite possibly the freshest sound this side of the 2010s. Their third album, Mordecai, was released this June, and it saw the band utilizing vocals more than ever compared to their instrumental releases of the past. It's a collection of their freshest and funkiest material to date. This is a cut from that album called So We Won't Forget.
That was So We Don't Forget by Krungbin off of the album Mordecai. I could talk for hours about my love for these next two artists, Matson 2 and Toru Imwa. The Matson 2 are Jared and Jonathan Matson, a pair of wildly talented twins whose music effortlessly blends jazz, psychedelic, and surf together in a cocktail of sound that's easy to go down. Toru Imwa rose to prominence in the Chill Wave wave back in 2009, but soon broke free of the label due to his chameleon-like ability to adapt new sounds. Over the course of six studio albums as Toru Imwa, Chaz Bear has been evolving his sound every step along the way. He moved to the Bay Area a few years ago and has made such an impact on the local scene here that on June 27, 2017, the city of Berkeley officially declared June 27th to be Chaz Bundick Day. On their own, they've each been making music for a decade now, but together they've been collaborating for nearly five. In 2016, the Matson 2 joined Tori Imwa for his Live from Trona concert film, and in 2017 they saw their first full-length collaboration as Chaz Bundick meets the Matson 2 with the album Star Stuff. It was a perfect distillation of their own sounds and was a great entry point into both of their discographies. Their 2017 show at San Francisco's The Chapel for International Jazz Day remains one of the most memorable shows I've been to in the Bay. The combination of their talents was so good that I was hoping the door would be kept open for future collaborations. In June of this year, my wish was granted with the release of a single by Toro Imwa featuring the Matson 2 called Ordinary Guy. To introduce the song, I'll read an excerpt from Chaz's Bandcamp. He said, I'm super excited to announce this release. It's a cover of a song by a fellow Afro-Filipino, Joe Baton. I was immediately hooked by Joe's music because to me, he represented the impossible. He felt so comfortable in his skin, and he had so much confidence and appeal. 45 years after the original song hit the airwaves, I'm honored to bring this song to new ears. Thank you for your support. This is Ordinary Guy by Toru Imwa featuring the Matson 2.
That was Ordinary Guy by Toru Imwa featuring the Matson 2. This next band is perhaps best introduced with a description found on their band camp. It reads, Portland, Oregon's Reptalians is the husband and wife team of Cole and Bambi Browning. Named in reverence for their interests in cult mentality, transhumanism, and conspiracy theories, Reptalians quickly evolved from a bedroom recording project to a full-fledged band that explores fringe pop culture through analog synthesizers, electric guitars, melodic bass lines, and Bambi's lulling vocals. While Reptalians have only been a band for three years, they've quickly made a name for themselves with their subtly dreamy music. I've had the pleasure of seeing them at the Independent opening up for STR-FKR and on their own at the rickshaw stop. This November, they released a new EP called Wrestling that further expands their use of synthesizers and was a welcome addition to the growing list of great new music in 2020. But for this list, I couldn't resist playing a track that was released by them earlier in July. It was an indie trifecta consisting of two of my favorite indie bands covering one of my favorite indie tracks. This is Reptalians and STRFKR covering Peter Bjorn and John's Young Folks.
Reptalians featuring STRFKR with their cover of Peter Bjorn and John's Young Folks. I first heard Men I Trust when they opened for Wild Nothing at The Independent back in late 2018, but they've actually been together since 2014. They are yet another great indie band out of Montreal, Quebec that makes dreamy music. Their excellent album, Encore Jazz, was among my favorites of 2019. This year, they released a live album consisting of new versions of songs from Uncle Jazz. This is a live version of a track called Tail Whip.
with a live version of Tail Whip off of their Forever Live sessions. It was only a matter of time before the COVID-19 pandemic started seeping into pop culture, but no one expected it to be this good. In June, Chromio surprised us all with a pandemic-themed EP called Quarantine Casanova. With track names like Clorox Wipe and Six Feet Away, some people initially thought it was a joke. But Chromio have always had a good sense of humor and aren't afraid to be a little tongue-in-cheek. This is a funky cut from that EP called Roni's Got Me Stressed Out. I just looked inside the closet The paper towels running scarce Ooh, running scarce, running scarce Don't know what to do about it The grocery stores and got me scared They got me scared, yeah I should probably place an order I guess that's the best bet That's the best bet, Ooh. But deliveries are slower Than Teddy Riley's internet no disrespect Every time I hear the news I feel like I'm going berserk Everybody's talking shit And all my friends are out of work Will they ever find a cure? Your guess is as good as mine We'll be told before 2029 Because on the phone because
That was Roni's Got Me Stressed Out by Chromio off of their EP, Quarantine Casanova. For roughly a decade, C-Pinks have been making consistently great indie music that's equal parts jangle pop and surf rock. Their music has gotten me through some rough times, so I've really enjoyed growing alongside the band. In what is sadly their final EP, we got another four tracks of surfy goodness from the Belfast Ireland band. I really resonated with what the lead singer, Neil Brogan, wrote about the band on their band camp, and I think it does a good job of summarizing my thoughts on the decade of the 2010s as we enter into a new one. So rather than try to write something more eloquent, I'll just read a few excerpts. He wrote, Between 2010 and 2018, C-Pinks released 84 songs into the wild. Many of these plunged straight into the undergrowth, seldom to be seen or heard from again. Of those that fledged successfully, a mere handful have yet to shed their electronic tracking devices. They are weary from the air, heavy-winged and plastic waste-infused, but their hearts still sing. For you, the casual listener of today, or you, automated song anthropologist of the future, pouring over the vast catacombs of early 21st century internet-era ephemera, this period in music, the 20-teens, will soon be just another thin layer of sediment, soil upon soil, decade upon decade of cultural landfill. Where can we put it all? For now, these songs are gulls soaring overhead. Maybe, when it's safe to do so, we will play these songs for an audience. The recording date in January was actually the last time we were all in the same room together. All things considered, it feels like the right time to put the band on indefinite hiatus. We've had a good run, and 10 years feels like a nice round number to draw a line under. But then again, I've tried to draw a line under this band before. To all of those who have attended a gig, bought a record, put up with us on social media, etc., thank you for all your support and enjoyment of our music over the past decade. Without further ado, this is C-Pinks with the track Running Down the Clock.
That was Running Down the Clock by Sea Pinks off of their Crocuses EP. This next band makes me miss Chicago summers. Dead, spelled D-E-H-D, is a Windy City trio founded in 2016, making jangly indie rock that walks the line between garage and surf. Despite the pandemic, Dead have had quite the year. Their sophomore album, Flower of Devotion, landed in July on Firetalk Records. In August, two of their songs were prominently featured in the film I Used to Go Here, which, side note, felt like a movie tailor-made for someone like me. It was a nostalgia vehicle for millennials looking back on their collegiate years at a Midwestern university with an excellent indie soundtrack to boot. Shout out to music supervisors Jessica Burnt and Chris Swanson for their excellent job in capturing the sound of an era. But due to the pandemic, Dead were unable to play their record release show as planned. Making the best of the situation, in October, they took their record release show online, playing a virtual set from Chicago's Lincoln Hall that was broadcast online. I have a special fondness for Lincoln Hall, as it became a music venue during my undergraduate years in Northwest Indiana. I traveled into Chicago to see many great shows there from artists like M83, Real Estate, and Peter Bjorn and John. So while I normally wouldn't have been able to attend their record release show, I was more than happy to buy a ticket to stream the set from my living room. I'll be playing the second track from that album, a song called Loner.
was Loner by Dead off of their album Flower of Devotion. In one of the most unexpected pairings of the year, Vaporwave legend George Clanton teamed up with 311 frontman Nick Hexum to create a soundtrack to the lost summer of 2020, and they did not disappoint. The album is both hazy and bright, and at just over 30 minutes, it's a short burst of sunshine on a dark year that leaves you wanting more. Let's just hope they get together for a sophomore album. This is the opening track called Aurora Summer. with the track Aurora Summer off of their album 
George Clanton and Nick Hexum. In the last episode, I played the first new track from The Whitest Boy Alive in 11 years, which was a one-off single. However, the recording session sparked a new interest in reviving the project. They even booked a music festival in Mexico that was supposed to take place this March. As they all gathered there, they got word that their festival appearances would be cancelled. As part of their arrangements, they had been given four days worth of free studio time at the Hotel Alganzo in San Jose del Cabo, but due to travel restrictions, Erland Oye and Sebastian Maschot were the only members who could attend. Quarantine at Alganzo was the album that came from that time in the studio, and it was one of the freshest surprises of 2020. This is a track from that record called Only Just Begun.
just heard Only Just Begun by Erland Oye featuring Sebastian Maschat off of their album Quarantine et Alganzo. 2020 was the year I became a maniac, that is, a devoted fan of LA-based musician Dent May. While I knew he was one of the few artists that Animal Collective had signed to their Paw Tracks label, I'm ashamed to admit that I slept on his music throughout the 2010s. But 2020 was the year I finally dug into everything the guy has released, and I can't believe I waited so long to check him out. He has an uncanny knack for melodies that stick with you, and his lyrics don't take themselves too seriously. His fifth album, Late Checkout, was released in August and contained some of his most lush instrumentation to date. One of my favorite tracks from the album, I Could Use a Miracle, became somewhat of an anthem for me in 2020. During his Reddit AMA, Dent May revealed it took three years to write the track, which was co-written with Jimmy Whispers, but I think it was well worth the wait. He said of the song, This song is about going through trying times, living in a world gone mad, yet holding on to hope that things will get better. I hope it gives listeners some comfort. This is I Could Use a Miracle by Dent May.
song I Could Use a Miracle off of his album Late Checkout. This next band hails from Austin, Texas. They make breezy music that was a welcome escape in a dark year. They're called Somersault, and their band camp reads, With influences of bossa nova and oldies, we create the perfect soundtrack for Chillaxin' by the Pool. And I couldn't agree more. This is a track from their Avenue G EP, a song called Palm Tree on Avenue G. Let us buy a little house we can fix up. Move it all in your girlfriend's truck. We'll need some plants in our room. Lots of cartoons. A dirty carpet for a witch's broom. We'll need a market down the street. Roller skates for our feet. A local laundromat where we'll watch TV And a pawn shop not far You can lend your guitars And buy them back when there's more bread in the jar And that's all That we'll need to get by We'll bring our neighbors some coffee Peppers and cherry of their EP, Avenue G. Energy 2000 call Richmond, Virginia their home, and since 2012, they have been making spaced-out instrumental songs overlaid with space and sci-fi samples. They are inspired by long-pan reverb, tremolo, delay, vintage amplification, 1960s-era Fender Mustang guitars, obscure surf rock, warm synth pad sounds, sci-fi radio shows from the early 1950s, still images captured on 70mm Comac Panatomic X fine-grained 80 ASA black and white film, moon bounces, and the incredibly rich spectrum of emotion associated with attempting to comprehend the beautiful vastness of space. I dove headfirst into the band's impressive discography this year 
and their music helps bring a sense of cosmic context for our earthly problems. This is a track taken from their only release this year, an EP called Ocean of Storms. This is After Surveyor by Energy 2000. Surveyor by Energy 2000 off of their EP Ocean of Storms. In my eyes, Ernest Green can do no wrong. Back in 2009, he started releasing music as Washed Out, quickly becoming the poster boy of the chillwave movement. Over the course of the next decade, he would continue to grow and evolve his music using lush instrumentation to expand his sample-based sound. He was one of the first bands to play the newly renovated August Hall in San Francisco back in 2018, and in February of this year, I got a chance to see him DJ at the California Academy of Sciences. When the pandemic hit, he made the most of a bad situation by hosting regular Magic Hour DJ sets from his home in Atlanta, Georgia, as the summer sun began to set. 
His fourth album, Purple Noon, landed this August on Sub Pop and is perhaps his most cohesive collection of songs to date. The record was written, recorded, and produced entirely by Ernest Green, who recently returned from a long vacation to Greece. The coastlines of the Mediterranean inspire Purple Noon, and the album pays tribute to the region's distinct island culture with all of its rugged elegance and old-world charm, and uses it as a backdrop to tell the album's stories of passion, love, and loss. He said of the record, Each new washed-out record ends up turning into an obsessive, deeply researched, world-building exercise for me. The songs were written with this landscape in mind. I tried to load the songs with the same romance, glamour, and exoticism that I felt during these cherished memories from the trip. I hope you get a tiny glimpse of all of these things when you look at the artwork and hear the full record. If you like what you hear, be sure to check out several of the live performances Washed Out has done in 2020. From the album release show, played Waterside at Sunset, to the intimate KEXP Live at Home set he played with his wife. This is a track that seems to sonically capture the magic of a sunset. It's called Face Up, and it is with this track that we will end part two for the best music of 2020. Stay tuned for part three. Can't just keep ignoring the sun